I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is good. I'm just that sad, is sad clown. Dude, that's pretty good. This is The Gloom, bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha Packs, exploring their F3 experiences and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in The Gloom. All right, we're back. We got another episode, another fine uh, gentleman and, and leader on the line, uh, a guy that I've really just appreciated uh, just his passion for serving other men as a leader, as a friend. Um, and also, uh, we share some similar uh, experience in the IT space. So we've had a chance to work on some of the behind the scenes uh, IT stuff that keeps F3 Omaha uh trucking along but uh, gp or golden pike uh, is who i've got on the line so it's good to see you man yeah good to be here <laughs> yeah would love uh if you would just take us back uh to the beginning sort of who eh'd you what was the first workout like what do you remember and, and then how did we land on the name golden pike okay yeah so um i was eh'd by zebo and black flag it was kind of it's kind of a weird thing where um i uh, had been talking to Black Flag a little bit about it and wanted to get to know Black Flag and his family and and Zebo. Uh, but Zebo posted something on Facebook and that got my attention about uh, F3. And it was, uh, I think it was uh, one of the winter CSOPs where you guys were like, it, it might have been after Christmas or something like that, but it was, it looked horrendous. Like everybody was just traipsing through the snow and it was looked freezing cold and wet. And uh, I was trying to get, you know, back in to being healthy. Um, I was, I, I'm kind of constantly on a search for a new way to renovate myself. And hmm. um, he, and, and I said, that looks awful. I probably should do something hard. Uh, maybe I should just reach out to him, even though I'm really, really scared. Um, and he was, he, re he responded like right away, like, hey, uh, we're going out Friday, uh, bring some gloves, you know, and he invited mm -hmm. me to golden spike. So, um, <clears throat> I was like, well, I have to get up at like four 30 in the morning just to get ready and get all my mm -hmm. gear on and then get out there. I was like, I guess I'll, I'll do that. So I show up, um, I didn't show up for the, the, the pre-run, but I, I noticed people were running in. I'm, I'm thinking it first off in my head as I'm, you know, driving up to, uh, the Burke football stu stadium. Um, and I've seen these guys run. I'm like, did I miss, did I miss the beat down? Like, uh, and then I saw a uh, Zebo black flag running up together. And I was like, Hey, uh, is this the start? Is this, is this a uh, golden spike? He's like, yeah, uh, we're just doing a little pre-running. I'm like, like you run before, you run before the beat down. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, great. Wow. This is, this is going to be intense. Um, and I, I have like on probably the worst stuff you could have in the middle of February, which is when I came out when it had been snowed and there's snow on ground. I had like a cotton, like, you know, oh, hoodie yeah. and like sweatpants, cotton sweatpants, just like, I'm going to get like friggin' wet. Um, but we were actually working out in the parking lot, which was just a sheet of ice. So I guess I was okay. 
and so uh, Convoy was queuing that day. It was uh, just a fairly simple, you know, he, he had cones up in a square and we ran around. We did like a kind of corner to corner thing grinder. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the most vivid memory I have. It. But the other one was I ran back to get my water bottle from my car. And I'm like, I got to get my water bottle, you know, like, yeah. that's like the typical FNG uh, thing. And I'm just like looking for some relief in the middle of, you know, feeling like I'm going to pass out. Um, yeah. But uh, at the end of it, you know, I they're asking, you know, what's what's uh, what, what what's something you've done, or you know, give us some special memories, tattoos, all that jazz. And I said, uh, I, I climbed Pike's Peak last year. It was the first time I ever climbed a mountain. And um, they're like, oh, okay, Golden Pike. And I was like, Golden Pike, isn't that the name of the the site? And, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, you know. I, I think I think they were just doing their best. <laughs> what yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's kind of it's pretty much stuck. Uh, you know, Golden Golden Pike, and uh, not to be confused with Golden Spike. So most people call me GP just to keep get that out of the way. Yeah. No, I love that, and I I've definitely adopted the GP. You know, I I hadn't heard that story though. So you so um, man. So were you? I guess talk to me about. So you mentioned a little bit of like always trying to re uh, reinvent yourself, maybe not reinvent, but just um, renovate. renovate, I think. So has that involved a lot of times, like some sort of physical fitness? What's, what have you tried in the past? Uh, yeah, to some degree. I mean, I really try to, you know, I've always struggled with my weight. And so, um, and, and one of the things I realized is that I just get bored pretty quickly with things. And mm. so, um, you know, climbing a mountain was like a goal. Um, and so I was like, I wanted to go, uh, do it. And so we, uh, we climbed Pike's Peak and, uh, we went on Crags Trail and we did it in the worst way possible, you know, started at like, uh, we rolled in at like six or seven o'clock in the evening. And, and then by 3am we were waking up from our tent to go climb the mountain, like from Nebraska to Colorado and climbing a mountain within, you know, 14 hours. So that's not, that's not healthy, but, um, in any case, um, we made it, it took us a long time and, you know, it was just something after that. I, 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 I constantly am like always trying to find that, that new thing that'll, that'll help me accelerate, um, in, in any way. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a journey, you know, there's always stuff that's going to come up and, and teach me that. Yeah. What, um, so initial impression of the beatdown, was it challenging? Was it worse than you thought? I mean, what'd you think? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it was worse than I thought, but yeah, it was super challenging. You know, you, you get that usual like stereotype of the FNG wanting to puke their guts out. Um, I don't think I was quite too puking my guts out, uh, level, but I was, uh, pretty dead by the end of it. And I'll say that what happened is, you know, we went to be down, then we went to stories for the cafeteria and, you know, I just got to know guys and, and I'm a social person. I'm an extrovert. So for me, like, that's just my bread and butter. And I got home and I said to my wife, I was like, you know, she asked me how it was. And, and I said, that was stupid hard. And I'm definitely going back again. <laughs> yeah. You know? So you like the challenge of it all. Yeah. 
the challenge and also uh, the camaraderie. Like to me, it was like a revelation um, because you never find you don't find many groups where men are allowed to be a themselves and b um, are so just I don't know, like just that glue that that, that bonds you together through the hardship of the beatdown. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the beatdown afterwards. You're talking about, man, that was so hard. And then people are telling you stories of other beatdowns and you're just like, oh, that's crazy, you know? But then on top of that, like, okay, I we just saw like you about to almost throw up, GP. And uh, so that's like the lowest point, you know, yeah. that you could be as a person. And now you're, you're, you, you can only go up from there in other people's eyes. Yeah. And then... The, I guess the other aspect of it too is I am a people pleaser by nature, mm. uh, which means I'm always hungry for validation. And yeah. I got loads of it during the beatdown, you know, um, just people saying, you know, Hey, you're doing your best. Great job. You know, good work. Like, I mean, I know it's like for some people, like that's just what you say. But yeah. for me as somebody who's like, I, I, I hunger for that. It was, it was invigorating to me to get that. Yeah. No, I, I love that. And I think you're right. I mean, I think, you know, at a certain level, we all want a little bit of validation or just that encouragement. Right. And um, like, you're, you know, like you're doing fine. And especially for a new guy where, I mean, it's just all so different, right? It's just like you, you show up and you're all of a sudden you're in this thing that you're like, this, uh, this can't be real. Right. It's like, just like a lot of nuance, like, a, like, you know, counting in cadence and the names of exercises and these <laughs> this group of guys that seemingly are like best friends, but you know, like, I, I don't know. It's, I think it's a lot to take in. So yeah. just being encouraging there. Tell me a little bit, you mentioned your kind of the, the ups and downs or maybe struggles with, with weight. What else have you found um, in that space that's been helpful within the group? Are there maybe shield lock or queen service or anything else that you feel like an, if somebody else is struggling with that, they should really plug into yeah, I think uh, definitely all of that is is uh, there's there's like a bunch of tools in the toolbox I like to tell people with enough three. Yeah. It's up to you to, you know, dig into the toolbox as far down as you want to go. Um, you know, I've 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 ha- kind of had a shield lock, kind of not, um, but um, just just I've had a group of guys that have always been kind of like, hey. I know I need to get out there more and do more like black flag and Zebo obviously are, are guys that I'm pretty close to on that regard. Um, so we'll, we'll message each other and say, Hey, we probably should go running. You know, you want to go run pre-run tomorrow. Um, and uh, as far as like diet and stuff like that, that's, that's my biggest struggle is I constantly have an issue with, with overeating. Um, but queen service has definitely been helpful, uh, plugging into those guys. And, and, uh, I think this round we got like, uh, a bunch of guys we got mother goose, sister act, and, and, uh, some other people who are, uh, trying some new things. And, and, and honestly, I like that we're trying different things. Every time we do a queen service accountability partners and recording things down, um, and just, uh, you know, looking for goals and, and getting mm. aligned with people with your goals. So I think that's helpful as far as on a personal level, what's worked for me most is, um, doing intermittent fasting, mm. uh, trying to also up my exercise and my activity level, uh, alongside the, the, the discipline with my eating. 
And that's uh, when I when I first came in and accelerated, I was da- I, I lost about 40 pounds um, wow. when I was initially, you know, actually doing this and staying consistent. Um, and then I shot up again because, you know, I wasn't consistent and um, I wasn't, uh, you know, part of that. But F3, I'll say this, is at least kept me steady um, because there was a time that um, even from where I'm at now, I was up about 30 pounds and uh, it was like dangerously heavy. Um, yeah. And so F3, though, kept has kept me on a, on an even keel at least. Um, but um, anyway, my encouragement is, you know, also for I'll say this, I'm a bigger guy. Like I'm probably one of the heaviest of the F3 guys. And mm-hmm. I want to say to say this uh, to anybody listening don't let that stop you from coming out. Don't let mm-hmm. that stop you from being a part of uh, putting in the work. Um, it, uh, you know, some workers workouts are going to be harder than others. And I'll tell you, I complain like crazy during some of the harder ones. Gosh, dang it this morning, even like, Hey, Hey, you know, we, we were like rolling around on that tough top rope uh, asphalt. And I was just like wanting to cuss, but, um, <laughs> but it was good for me and it's good. It's good for any guy. So, you know, um, doesn't matter how heavy you are. doesn't matter, um, you know, what excuses you might have. You gotta, you gotta just go out and do it. Yeah. I love that. And I appreciate you saying that. Cause I, I do think that's, that's what I often hear from people that I'm trying to EH, right. Is they're like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not in good enough shape. Right. And it's like, no, this is the group <laughs> to like help you get into shape, right? You don't have to be, there's no requirement to join. I, you know, what would be curious your perspective, like as you came in that first day, um, I guess, were you intimidated by the guys running? Was there any, any sort of nerves that you felt like you had to overcome? It seems like you just, you showed up, you jumped in and you even went to coffee your first time. So I, I don't know any tricks of the trade there. Like how do you overcome well, some of that initial anxiety? I'd say, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't have a huge amount of anxiety. I probably did feel a little bit intimidated because of the amount of fitness, uh, people that were fit, but it was helpful that Black Flag and Zebo, who I had already known were there and, and they were kind yeah. of like, you know, I was able to fit because I knew that I fit in with them. Um, and so I think for starters, you know, having somebody that you can kind of like, have a real, you know, at least one guy that you can relate with is a very helpful way to, to get into it. Um, and, 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 you know, there are guys who are, the, the other thing is I'm always thinking about it like this. Everybody struggles with something, whether it's physical oh, yeah. or mental or whatever, there's always, every guy has their own battle and um, nobody is perfect. And so I kind of just think of it, I'm, I'm never too intimidated because I, I realize that. Oh, that's great perspective. I, I really appreciate that thought because I, I, you're right on. You know, I was just talking with my my M actually this morning of like one of the things I love about F three is we've everybody that's coming out. We recognize that, right? And we're not trying to like like the comparison game really is non-existent, right? It's not like we're showing up and trying to win anything or be better right we're just we're showing up because we've all sort of acknowledged that we need the group to help us get through the day or you know right. like that's it, just is my favorite thing you don't find that at least in my experience I'm, i don't find that at work right you find everybody's trying to one-up each other and right, um, right. there's no pretense 
Yeah, for sure. Hey, I'm curious too. So you came in, how did you know um, Black Flag and, and Zebo? Where do you know those guys from? Um, so, well, both of them are uh, part of uh, a church that is a sister church in our denomination of the okay. church that I go to. So um, they go to First Covenant Church and I go to Community Covenant Church, which are both part of the Evangelical Covenant Church. And I had reached out to Zebo a long time ago to help with a men's retreat. And we had, because that's always been kind of a passion of mine as well as just uh, reaching out to men. But uh, we had started, a, we had played worship together. Uh, and then uh, I think Black Flag went to that retreat or, no, actually Black Flag I met a little bit later uh, through uh, some other things. I'm into board games. And so yeah. we would have board game nights or something like that. And we also homeschool. They homeschool uh, Black Flag and his M, and uh, we wanted to get to know them uh, through that. So, you know, just kind of like those kind of connections. And also, just as a guy, I didn't have many good guy friends in my 30s. So I was like, well, I, I want to, I have to be proactive and try to get to know other guys that I'm acquainted with. And anyway, long story yeah. short. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I did you so do you play a musical instrument? Did you have you you like perform with Zebo? I I play guitar, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. I didn't realize that. That's really yeah. cool. I yeah. think uh I I don't have too many talents or passions outside of maybe running and you know <laughs> I'm like I'm so envious of guys like you that have an artistic talent of some sort. Um, and Zebo mm -hmm. with his name Arama. Anyway. Um <laughs> yeah. so Okay. So coming into the group, kind of knowing or identifying like, Hey, I really want to build some relationships. How did that go for you from a second F or fellowship perspective? What, what did you find helpful or successful in that space? Oh, uh, well, I, I think, you know, go, I, I pretty much don't ever miss a cafeteria and mm -hmm. just, um, you know, within F3, if you want to get to know guys, that's where you, you got you to gotta try to aim for is, is showing up to as many cafeterias as you can. Um, it also, I'm also kind of a person who doesn't do small talk well, but if, but I will, I will dig into the well of, of like psychotherapy, you know, like I'll just, yeah. get, I'll just get into it real deep with guys. I mean, to me, um, I just like to listen to people's stories, understand where they're coming from. So mm -hmm. uh, I tend to ask questions a, a lot uh, when I'm when I'm you know sitting across from a guy, a new guy that I've never met before, and I just want to get to know him. I'll be like, "Hey, um, tell me about yourself." And pretty soon, before I know it, we have I realize we have like five different things in common, and you know, maybe we're 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 gonna like you know have a backyard barbecue at some point here in the near future or something just you yeah. know you have to you have to really engage uh with other guys to realize where those friendships lie hmm. I, I love that and i really appreciate you you know having the courage to take those conversations deeper i think that's that's one of the things where like you know in our group right i mean we we we, we complete a workout, right? You do some, something really difficult together. And then you're at that, in that coffee setting. And I think that's the perfect place to have a deeper conversation. And for me, like, 
I've just never followed, you know, college or professional sports. So then like, if you're talking about, you know, like I love to play, but like, I, I don't know who's, I don't, uh, you know, I know people like the chiefs around here and the Huskers and we'll watch, I watch games, but I don't follow. Right. So then yeah. I'm like, I'm like, well, what's your, what's your deepest, darkest secret or fear, <laughs> or, you know, which, which sometimes can come off awkward, but I think those are, the, those are the conversations that we sort of need need to be having right how like what you know how can we help each other i'm just imagining a guy talking about did you guys see the game last night and you're like what's your deepest darkest fear like right in the middle of this yeah Yeah, i don't know it's um i don't know so i guess from your perspective do you you feel like um you feel like you've got more deeper closer male relationships today than than you did when you started yeah for sure i mean (laughs) I, I said, I've said this a couple times, but um, whenever I go to like a CSOP or when we did the, um, the five-year anniversary and I'm just standing around all these guys, I'm kind of overwhelmed. I'm kind of like a, a, a golden retriever just jumping around because almost every single guy I recognize and I want to say hi to, and not just so I want to say hi to, I want to hug them and tell yeah. them how awesome they are because there's just like so many people now in my life. And, and uh, I think that what, what gives that, that kind of energizes me in a sense um, to, to come out to F3 every time. It's, it's basically the glue, like, you know, mm-hmm. we talked about to uh, me sticking around. Cause I'm going to tell you right now, if I came out and nobody cared about whether I was there or not, I wouldn't be coming to the beatdowns. Cause that's not what motivates me to, to work out. What motivates me to work out is I get to go see guys that I like to be around. Yeah. That's awesome. I think that's, that's perfect. And well said, I, you know, I, so I want to pick your brain about something. Cause as I'm hearing you talk, I, I feel like I'm, we have some similarities. So I, I sort of thrive off of this like validation, right. Um, mm-hmm. from others. Like I, I love to be told I'm doing a good job or whatever. Um, but I also notice um, something you have that I that I wish I was better at is is more of a desire to encourage other people. Like I have to dig, I have to really pay attention to, to that and like try really hard to be like, okay, focus on them, focus on them. How does how have you developed that? Because I, I see that in you, and just curious what. Um, well, maybe it's, maybe it's just how you are. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. I I feel like I'm still working on it. You know, like I'm still every day I feel like I need to be better. There's sometimes I'll go into a beat down and afterwards I'll just feel like, did I, was I a negative Nelly is like somebody, did I, did I bring somebody down? Because, you know, a lot of times like somebody's queuing, I might, I tend to want to be funny. You know, we all want to do make those smart ass comments yeah. and, and I tend to, to be the same. Um, and, and sometimes I, I let that get away from me a little bit. Um, and there's been a couple times where, you know, I've been talking to guys and they've said something to me. Um, I won't name names, but it was, it was a little bit hurtful and, you know, you get that. So you, there is some conflict there, mm. but, but again, it, it comes back to like, honestly, I'm, I'm just really trying lately uh, more and more to sow kindness and grace and love into the world and mm. that include and and the primary place for me to do that is really F three at this point, um, and so whenever I'm at a beat down and I see a guy that I just 
you know, maybe, maybe is a lot like me physically or, or has, is struggling, you know, I get up to them. I, I come run by them and I say, you're doing great. You know, let's, let's do this together. We're going to, we got like, you know, a few blocks left to run. I'm like, let's get this done, you know, and mm. just encouraging them because there's guys that have done that for me. Mm-hmm. I'm basically following the example of people like Tater Tot and, yeah. um, you know, you've done this too. Like you've been pretty encouraging to me. So it's, it's a cycle that we just keep going back and forth, back and forth with each other. And I think that makes a huge difference in what sets F3 apart from other organizations like say CrossFit or something where there's, there's a fitness component, but that's really because we're free. You can go or you can stay. It's all your Mm -hmm. choice. Like nothing is keeping you here. But the camaraderie and the positivity, that's pretty much yeah. it. And so I see myself as an ambassador to that, uh, not just from uh, my my faith perspective, but uh, as an F3 refer- rep- representative, basically. Yeah, man, that was so beautiful what you said about just trying to focus on sowing seeds of, of kindness, joy, and love into you know, any interaction you have, I'm, I'm going to, I wrote that down. I'm, I'm going to be thinking about that. Cause I, that's really, that's what we should all be focusing on. So I appreciate you sharing that. I, yeah. I'm curious and a kind of a good segue into the third F kind of the faith piece. Um, I want to call out, you know, when I have emailed you or, and, and like sending you the link for this, right. I noticed your, your email is part of a plan. Uh-huh. I think that has the faith reference maybe, but I don't know, share with us a little bit about your, your faith and um, we'd love to hear your thoughts too on sort of how is F3 doing and helping guys develop and explore their faith? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, it's a, it's a great, um, yeah. So part of a plan. Yeah. I, I think I came up with that. Oh, gosh, I don't know. High school or something like that. Oh, nice. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. I grew up, I grew up in a, in a believing household, um, evangelical, um, and so, yeah, I follow, I've, I've been a believer my whole life. And um, I think that my development, honestly, is kind of like a meandering path myself. Like I'm constantly questioning things and trying to embrace mystery while hmm. I also still have this foundation of Jesus Christ is, is, uh, is the rock of my faith and, and my foundation. Um, but I, I, I honestly, I think F3 opened for me, excuse me, opened for me, um, the doors to be a little bit more open-minded about my faith because, mm. um, we work out with guys who have all kinds of different backgrounds. We work out with Catholics and evangelicals, some atheists, agnostics, people who, you know, to them, faith means different things, obviously. Um, what I think though, is, um, when I'm digging in and having those kind of questions with guys, what intrigues me most is why people believe what they believe. So, Mm. you know, I, I may ask, you know, do you go to church? Oh, where, where do you go to church? Uh, what do you guys believe there? You know, stuff like that. Cause some guys, once you open that door, they think maybe you have an agenda and they're like, yeah. What, what is this person trying to sell me on? And I just don't. I just am genuinely curious. Like, what what is it really about for you? 
and I've had some great conversation with some guys about, you know, maybe they've, they struggle in their faith or maybe they, they're in a process still and they're trying to find some things. And, mm-hmm. and, um, I think we all in F3 can do a, always a, a better job at listening to each other instead of, um, necessarily trying to impose our viewpoint on others. But I think yeah. in the midst of it, what really matters, you know, more than whether we have the correct interpretation of our faith is how we live it out. Because mm-hmm. if we're not doing that, then I really don't care how you believe. I care about how you live out what you believe. Are you mm-hmm. are you genuinely um filling the world like i said with with love and grace and kindness because those are the things that are ultimately going to matter uh in in my view so yeah that's i love that and i i mean i'm I'm with you right like i know what i believe and and um, i know what my sort of faith system is and you know i'm i'm a lutheran so there's a few of us out there but uh you know (laughs) when i also like um like I'm not the person that's going to change somebody else's heart. Right. So like if, if you're going to believe in Jesus or maybe, or be curious about, you know, beliefs, right. There's gotta be some um, conversation, but then ultimately that's like between you and the sky cue, right? Like he, like yeah. he's going to work in your heart. I'm, I'm not equipped to do um, all of that work. Right. There's gotta be some, some work in there. At least that's, you know, from my perspective, but it's, it's still this, this element that I love that we are able to have conversations about. Right. And to your point of like asking some of those difficult questions, cause that's what we're here to do. Right. We're here to sharpen each other. And, um, you know, I think a lot of what I find is guys are open to talking about it in F3. Um, and then, you know, sort of people are doing their own thing on their own sort of, you know, spot in, in their faith journey, but um, at least the space to, to talk through it. What about like some of the book studies or maybe it's QSource or would be curious if mental battle kind of conversations fit into the faith space, but as far as giving guys space and resources to explore what they believe, is that something you feel like we're doing well at? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that like, so I personally haven't been able to attend any of the book studies. I've done QSource though. And QSource has been some of the most profound discussions I've ever had at F3. Um, hmm. You talk about some guys just really getting in deep. Um, I would say if you can go to a Q source um, meeting um, because there, and, and I'll say not everything in Q source, I even myself agree with, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily about like, it's not necessarily about like what, um, what those guys who wrote it th- thought about the subject. It's about, you just need to think deeper about this subject period. Um, mm-hmm. How does family and, and fit into your leadership? How does, how does F3, like, like the whole alignment of your, I guess, uh, solar system needs to be in a certain way. Um, and, and, or, you know, what, what works for you, but also F3 has kind of found these universal truths in some sense that it does grab in through Q source that we, you know, you're like, well, that works. Duh. But like a lot of guys just don't know that. 
And yeah. then you have deeper discussions on how do you actually practice these things? Like, uh, you know, we talk about concentrica. Uh, I hadn't, I hadn't heard that term before Q source. And then we talked about, uh, the concentrica and, uh, it became more real to me that like, you know, F3 is helping me feed back into my leadership in my family, you know, in these ways. And then hearing how it helped other guys, just as an example. Um, so yeah, that, that's one piece. And then I think the other piece is we have some great leadership. Um, we have guys, whether they will admit it or not in the leadership who are very spiritual beings. They're very, they're very, um, they're very deep and they provide the kind of like necessary alignment, um, in some ways, uh, examples for, for people. Um, I think, you know, Tater Tot is, uh, Arnie and Tan. And one of the things that, um, I really appreciate about Tater Tot is <laughs> I, I, I'm, and I'm not, I don't know, you know, I know that he, he, you know, he has faith, but I, I, that, that, that's not what, you know, for me and Tater Tot, um, when we've had our conversations, what I've really appreciated about him is he just lives his life mm-hmm. in a way that, you know, he's going to be an expression of, you know, encouragement and positivity to you. There's a couple times, and I don't know if I've ever said this to him directly, where I feel like the Holy Spirit spoke to him through me, you know, mm-hmm. like I needed to hear that in that moment. And maybe he, he's like, I don't, I don't believe in that crap. That's okay. But yeah. just listen to me, Tater. You've encouraged me um, just by some of the things you've said to me. And I think that mm-hmm. that's, and, and there's other people like in leadership, uh, 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 Firewalker, um, Wentworth, you know, these guys, they are in their own way, kind of the monks of F3. And they bring yeah. forth that kind of spirituality, whether they know it or not. Um, yeah. anyway, that's cool. I love that. Yeah. And I, I think it, it's so true and it's, it's fascinating to me to watch how, you know, whatever you believe, right. God, sky Q, um, or other, like the power of relationships, right. And especially mm-hmm. these relationships where somebody is willing to tell you a hard truth every once in a while, or ask you a difficult question or, you know, just, um, you know, like you said, the Holy Spirit speaking to you through other people. I just, it's, I can't, yeah. The number of times that I feel like somebody said something and I'm like, wait a minute, that's something I'm dealing with over here that you don't even know about. You know, it's like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's more than a coincidence. Right. So yeah, I love that. Hey, tell me a little bit, you know, um, I think the other point of, of, of this is just, you know, hearing your story, which I really appreciated everything you've, you've shared so far. And I want to get your thoughts on, kind of our mission, right? So we're trying to reinvigorate male community leadership and really thinking through, you know, how do we do that, right? VQs, uh, site cues, some of those types of things. But uh, what's been your experience? And would love to hear about your uh, time as site cue at Octagon. Yeah. So, yeah, I think um, being a site cue at Octagon was a privilege and a, and a great honor. And um, it was, you know, I'm, I'm really glad I did it. Um, we also had the opportunity at, at that time. I, I, I felt, um, you know, that it might be good for us to start some mental battle meetups after Octagon. And so I think that, 
and, and what I appreciate again about F3 is just if you have an idea, nobody's going to stop you. Nobody's going to tell you, you know, that's dumb. I mean, maybe somebody will, but you don't have to listen yeah. to them. That's okay. Right. Um, but <laughs> I, I, so the, the story behind mental battle here is um, my father-in-law in 2016 committed suicide. And it mm. was a, it was a, I had a, I had a COT um, at, at some point. I can't remember when I think it was like my one year or something where I was talking about this and um, it impressed on me that there are a lot of guys out there that with kind of a hidden, hidden layer to them possibly where, you know, they come out, they do the workouts, um, they go home and they're just sad. There's, there's, there's a, you know, the term sad clown where, you know, mm -hmm. that's what F3 is, it, you know, we're the remedy for the sad clown who, you know, they just put it on this face. They cannot act in the, um, they, 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 they're looking for improvement in their lives. They're looking for something and they don't know, really know what it is, this empty space. Mm. But there's some guys, which I would call broken clowns who mm. they can't even, they can't even lift themselves, uh, into that place. Um, and those are people, um, who are, I think a lot in society where we, we kind of, we kind of ignore them. And to a certain degree, or we, we don't, we don't dig it enough to find those guys. I mm. think that F3 already has people like that. Um, and that's why I started mental battle because I wanted to reach out to people who, you know, maybe they were looking for uh, some more accountability, some more uh, support in places where um, they might be dealing with some severe mental struggles and s mental battles. And so I, I thought, you know, Octagon, um, you know, I have this opportunity. I'm always going to be there every single Monday. And I know that uh, there are some guys in that area that, that could probably use this. So we started meeting, uh, you know, every other week over at Scooters. Um, at first, I was going to make it something more of like a, uh, you know, mental health instruction type group where we're listening to other guys talk about their expertise and it sort of fell apart from that because what I realized is more people needed to be heard than to be talked to. And mm. um, so we started, ended up having about, I would say five or six core guys who just kept coming and meeting up and we still meet, we still meet when we can um, because I'm no longer at Octagon. It makes it a little bit harder to get together. Um, but we, uh, we try to make an effort to at least reach out to each other on Slack and text. And we have some guys who, you know, they've been really like helped by this, um, been able to, to work through some tough stuff and, and really dig in, uh, with each other's lives. I would also say that, um, I, I think during my time at Octagon, I didn't realize how much I needed something like that before I even started it because mm -hmm. I, you know, I constantly, I, I don't necessarily have mental health issues myself, but I do struggle just like everybody else. Does. We all have something, whether we yeah. know it or not, where we struggle with uh, what other people think about us, how we're projecting ourselves, um, 
what we even think about ourselves, these negative voices that are constantly in our heads. I have that in spades half the time. And I just, um, I feel that this has been, you know, one going and being a part of a core group, getting to know guys and, 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 and starting to really learn from them, how they deal with their things, whether it's in mental battle or your shield lock or any sort of smaller cadre of guys that you can be a part of that's beneficial to leadership overall. Yeah. Like you can't, you can learn leadership through a book, which I've read numerous books on leadership, but to really put it into practice, you need to see other people living it out, especially when challenges are met and things start happening in their lives. Yeah, man. I, I love that. And I couldn't agree more. I think it, there's something about, like, like you had, like you said, it's, whether it's overthinking or maybe it's an actual mental health diagnosis, right? But, but like, validation from real people <laughs> that you're not the only one, mm-hmm. you know, and and also sometimes you need somebody else to validate that what you're thinking about yourself is just not true. It's exactly. just is not true. Exactly. And so I think creating space for that, and I love what you said about you know, I do this too, where I'm like, I got all this stuff I got to tell people and we're going to do it this way. And you're like, Oh wait, (laughs) just want to, they just want to be heard. Right. Heard and and loved. So I really appreciate you just, just having the uh, awareness that there was a need and then, Mm -hmm. and then taking advantage, putting it together. I, you know, I, am curious about anything else from your time as site that you feel like maybe you've learned as a leader for your family or as you're leading other guys, anything based Yeah, I would say that um, numbers don't matter. <laughs> yeah. um, what what matters is, you know, that you are you're showing up, that you're you're always available, and you know, just be being a presence. When I when I was handed over um, Octagon from Ice T, he's he gave me one word of advice. And I think he meant this uh, to be uh, to just be an encouragement of leave it better than you found it, mm-hmm. and uh, and that was that was my goal was to try and leave it better than I found it, and I'll say that I struggled at times because um, there were just things that it was like I wanted to do I wanted to do more improvements like I even one little thing like I wanted to be to to do more work on the shovel flag I wanted to redo the entire shovel flag and I didn't do that I just I kept putting zip ties on it but um you know just things like that because I was dealing with all this other stuff with work and stuff like that and but when I passed the shovel flag to Hua what I saw in other people's eyes was uh, a look of satisfaction of mm. you, 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 you brought us in, you brought us to this point mm-hmm. and, and um, all of that just washed away all the doubt of like, what did, what the heck was I doing? You know, how did I do wow. as a, as a psych you? Because, because of that. And, and then, um, you know, these are my, my goal always is to pour out into other people that that's, that's what I try to do at least when, when, when I'm, when I'm out there. And, um, my, 
my hope is that with Octagon, like, like, well, I'll say one thing I did do is I got a new logo and I wanted to, and I wanted to put our, our, our motto on there, which was, we are the most welcoming AO. Yeah. And that's what, that's what Tea Party told me. He he saw us as the most welcoming AO. And uh, I was like, I love that. So I put that on the shirt. Um, and I think a lot of guys saw that as well because we're just they were, we would have the same guys coming over all the time um and they were you know we became even more close because there was that consistent group of guys over mm-hmm. and over again so that's important yeah i love it and and i think you did an excellent job and, and even you know selecting who is the is your successor i mean and you know he's going to do great things too i it, i think what's so hard is we want to measure outcomes, but so much of what we're doing in F3 is, is based on relationships. And so then mm-hmm. measuring the outcome is, is almost impossible, right? We won't know till the end, you know? And so it's like, you don't know, like the one time that you were there and you, you were, you said, made some comment that seemed normal to you and it, it changed somebody else's view for the day, or, you know, there's just no way to measure the impact, um, that you can have as a site queue. So I really appreciate it. And I love the logo. I just, was just running behind somebody else the other day and, and saw that. And it, um, yeah, it's just cool. It's cool as our sites get get logos. We got to do something where we bring back all the old t-shirt orders or something and you know, yeah. there's too many of them. But I would be curious um, if you have uh, sort of any advice uh, for guys. Maybe it's a F and G or a new site queue or, or just, um, for us as a, as a region, as you're thinking about your experience and as we are continuing to expand and grow any, any insight, insight or advice that you would want to share. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, whatever you do in F3, like, just like you were saying, emphasize the relationship. Um, I think for, for guys like me, like I have never been a f- athlete. Like I was first off, I was homeschooled. Second, um, I never played any organized sports. Uh, I've struggled with my weight all my life and um, I've never f- felt like I could relate to any jocks in my life mm-hmm. whatsoever. So when I came to F3, um, what sucked me in was not the hardest challenges necessarily. It wasn't um, iron packs or anything like that. And I, I can understand why it does appeal to, to a lot of guys, like those mm-hmm. kind of things. I get it. Like, But for me, I'm not that type of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I would say as we continue this, this growth, if we want to continue on this trajectory of of, of, of growth and, and, and building up guys as leaders, not just like making them buff, but building them up as leaders. Um, we need to continue to emphasize the, the depth of our relationships with each other. Um, you know, shield locks are very important for this kind of thing. They are, not necessarily talked about as much in like the wider in in the in the in the 
AO perspective, like between, you know, beat downs and pre-runs and stuff like that. And, and I don't know how many people actually talk about how you even get a shield lock together. Um, mm. You can listen to podcasts like stuff worth trying and, and, and get an idea. So I think that's a, that's a good place to start. Um, but I would encourage you if you are a guy who's, who's coming out and you're, maybe you're just starting with F3, go to the cafeterias as mm-hmm. much as you possibly can and get plugged into guys that way and continue to ask questions about uh, each other's lives. And you might start to realize that these guys that like, there's guys that are just monsters physically. They're awesome physically, but they're also more like me than I ever realized. You know, when I, Mm. when I would talk to them, I'd be like, like you and I, I look at you and I'm like, man, you are, your beatdowns are, really hard and i don't like going <laughs> yeah. but but i enjoy being around you and i enjoy talking to you and so that makes me want to go to your beat down <laughs> because, yeah. I, because i know you know i'm gonna i'm gonna probably want to throw up at the end but then after i throw up i'll go talk to you and we'll have a pretty deep conversation about stuff anyway my my whole point is just continue those relationships yeah that's well said. I love it. And, and, you know, I've, I've tried to do, uh, less burpees in my, <laughs> I think these days Mufasa has more burpees in his intro than I have in my whole beatdown now, but I still, still try to make them hard. Well, I appreciate that. And, you know, I, I think one of the things that, that you're emphasizing that I just love about our group is just this op- open to all men, right? Like mm-hmm. we don't care if, you played sports or not, right? Your physical condition or, or abilities, right? We just want you there. We just want to be, you know, we just want you there. We want to have your influence because, you know, I think we need every guy just as much as we think every guy needs us, you know? And so I, yeah. I love, I love that insight. I would be curious if, um, you know, is there anything that we didn't cover that maybe you were, you were hoping to share or that comes to mind that you would want to share anything on that list that maybe we didn't get to? Um, no, not necessarily. I I think I'll just briefly say this about mental battle too. Like, um, we are, I, I, I invite, I want to send an invitation out to anybody in F3 Omaha, um, because I'm not very public about, uh, mental battle and I haven't really been advertising it, but I want to send an invitation out to you. If you are struggling with mental health, please feel free to DM me and I will get you hooked up with, with our, our, our group. We're kind of like a shield lock, not necessarily. We, we have guys who are actually more kind of in their own little shield lock within that group. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's important enough for me to know that, that you're out there and that, 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 that we can, we can connect. We are not, therapy we're not a replacement for any sort of mental health support group that that actually you need Um, Mm -hmm. we're not medication we're not we're not we're not going to be but but what we'll do is we'll point you to the resources you need and we'll listen to you and um there's so many guys out there just like you um whether you think it or not let's just just give me a call yeah 
I appreciate that. I, you know, one of the things that has been interesting to me, so I, I put out this video of like, Hey, let's, you know, suicide awareness prevention month in September. And we reopened this, the mental battle shirt on the, on the gear store. And this is just observation. I'm not trying to judge people. Uh, and it could just be my poor marketing skills, but at the same time, right. There's a, a shirt put out there for breast cancer awareness, both important causes. I think it's, it's so much easier to talk about breast cancer than it is to talk about like my thoughts aren't always, <laughs> aren't always positive. Yeah. So, you know, and the stats would suggest, you know, 35% of guys that take their own lives seek help before, mm -hmm. which is really low. And so I, I want to just echo what you said of like, reach out, get in a shield lock some way, shape or form, lean into the group to have conversations. And, and I guess I would just encourage guys to not be ashamed of what's going on in your mind. Right. And a lot of times what I have found is as soon as I say it out loud to somebody else, I hear how ridiculous I'm being <laughs> and then, I, and then I can sort of like move on. Right. It's like, Oh my gosh, whatever I just said is like a, total like that doesn't yeah. make sense you know but but it's like having the conversation so i just appreciate you creating space for that um yeah i don't know sure. if you had any, anything to add to that but i just it's an interesting observation i've noticed and you know no judgment to anybody i get we all support different causes but just kind of this interesting nuance with mental health that we just we're still struggling to to um remove all of the stigma um absolutely yeah it's, it's then, just the way it is yeah Thank you. Yeah. Well, and we're, you know, it's, it's a cycle. Like you said earlier, it's a cycle and a journey that um, it, it's not going to change overnight. And so we just keep, keep moving forward. I do want to also get, um, you know, as you're thinking about your, just your life today and what you're going through, um, is there anything, you know, we could be praying for you about or anything when we see you next time in the gloom, we should be encouraging you on any, anything in that space. Um. Not a lot right now, actually. Like I did have a, a rough past couple months. I had lost my job. Our car died. Our AC died. We had bought a house right before that. All of all of this happened within a month. Like we had just bought a house, lost my job, lost a car, lost AC, and you know all of these things just happened. But God's been good, and um, people have really already pitched in and 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 been praying and helping and supporting. So yeah, just continue to pray that all of those things uh, that have been recovering stay recovered and I don't have any more uh, shoes hit the floor. <laughs> nice. All right. We'll do, man. And yeah, and praise, right? For things working out the way that they have. So absolutely. Just praise. It's been awesome. That. Hey, thanks for much for so much for just being yourself and uh, sharing your story with us. This has been great. Uh, we'll do a little namorama, close us out. I'll start here. Brandon Flaherty, 37, The Plague. Zach Perkins, 38, Golden Pike. Golden Pike. And do we have you come up with a call sign yet or what's – or? No. Yet. Well, I tried to do uh, something like this. Like I have a pike, but that didn't – that motion yeah. doesn't, doesn't work out well. <laughs> That's awesome. You can't see it in audio, but – I will yeah. show it to you if you ask me. That's funny. Yeah, I'll have to come up with some. Ask Swiper. Swiper, I feel like, is the genius behind most of these calls. <laughs> for sure. This has been awesome. Hey, thanks for your time, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, thanks. Later.